Did you hear that? I'm trying to make it hit. About swallowing? Gosh, Neely, you're swallowing really loud today. He has a oh. weird thing with any sounds. Really? So, like, but not all the time. Hannah okay. doesn't Water like sounds? when I have trail mix when we're driving. What? I get, I've gotten on people before for almonds. Because like, it's and, Yeah, I sound like a little chipmunks up there. And he gets mad at my breathing. <laughs> he says it's too loud. <laughs> Well, excuse me for existing. <laughs> Please. Just loud. at night. Sometimes. At night. Yes, at night. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You breathe like you're snoring, but you're not snoring. You're just breathing. I just breathe. Yeah. <laughs> he, when he does. Um, is this good? Are you seat? recording? <clears throat> I am. This be a part of the episode? This yep. is a good, this is a good intro material. What do married people argue about? He, when he brushes his teeth afterwards, when he's rinsing his toothbrush, he always does this like. <laughs> <laughs> I do that too. To get the phlegm out? Yeah, you have to get it because yeah. the back of your throat. I know, but it sounds like a cat that's right. puking. It's <laughs> all yeah. in your head. It's the toothpaste that phlegm. Yeah. yeah. That, that bugs me too, but I understand what it is. But it still bugs me. It bothers me too. I, I just don't care. you got to get it out. I know you don't care. All right, let's get started here. Um, hello, everyone. Hey. Um, we have some guests today. Who? They they're my <laughs> second cousins. Correct? Second cousins. Yeah. Right? Just yes. second. Yeah. Cousins. Well, she's not your cousin. No. Yeah. Sort of. Cousin in, in law. law? Yeah. Second cousin in law. Once removed. Thanks for that. So Jordan and Anila are back. This is the third time. Fourth, I think. Third time on the podcast. Third time on the podcast. Um, so fourth time visiting. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I'll just um, say sorry for the last time, and you couldn't hear Anila at all because I was a fool. <laughs> and my that, voice is really quiet. Yeah, either, either that, or <laughs> she just doesn't talk that much on podcasts. She talked more. I than nothing. Than, she did. <laughs> There's a noise gate. That, well, anyways, if you know what a noise gate is, then you probably edit a podcast better than me. Poke me on Facebook. I would only do it once, though, and then I would never do it again. Um, so you guys are out. This is your fourth trip out to California. Well, no, this is your fifth trip out to California. This is – it's more than five, but I don't know how many. Okay. I'm losing count. And you guys are from Virginia. Yeah. And you are photographers. Yeah. But this trip's uh, the first of – the first trip of uh, – on on – a special vehicle. Uh, well, yeah, every trip is on a special vehicle. Okay. Yeah, it used what to kind be of special vehicle. Yeah, <laughs> it's a. It has less wheels. Um, it's a, a Kawasaki KLR six fifty. It's a motorcycle. Motorcycle. Nice. Yeah. So you Pretty drove cool. all the way out from. And you've been on the road for how long now? Um, we've been on the road for seven weeks now. Whoa. Seven weeks. And do I sound weary? Uh, a little bit. Weary travel. Well, I've been. It's been a good. It's been a good weekend. I've been sitting in chairs, <laughs> sleeping on memory sleeping foam. Sleeping on memory foam. <laughs> Lap Didn't, yeah. And you guys have been tent camping, obviously. 
most of the time? Yeah, uh, probably like 60% of the trip at least. 60% of the nights Okay. we've been on the ground. Okay. You have a nice pad? It's, uh, we started the trip with two nice pads, <coughs> and, uh, is that loud when I do that? No. Okay. Uh, we started the trip with two nice pads. One of them fell out. Uh-oh. Uh, on the road somewhere. It fell out of the bag. So we had to buy another one. And it was such a good pad. We bought the same pad. Okay. So it's now a, you have three. No. Oh. Well, one we have, yeah, we, we do. Lost yeah, we, have we lost three. it. But the third one, um, uh-oh. The third one is uh, somewhere near Page, Arizona. Somewhere. Oh, okay. It, it's in the desert. Mm-hmm. So if you're near Page, look around. For you to get a free <laughs> pad. Nice. It's red. Yeah, it's red. Um, yeah, it's the Thermarest Pro Light. Okay. Uh, um, I, I had the women's version. I got used. Okay. Yeah, the one we lost, I won in a contest. It's kind of sad. Uh, ten years ago. Oh. And it's lasted ten years. Yeah. And now it's gone. Yeah. Well, Thermarest makes some pretty good, pretty good stuff. Yeah, we never had to patch it. Uh, it's really lightweight, folds up really small, mm-hmm. and I guess you could call it comfortable. Yeah. It's way better than gravel. Mm-hmm. Awesome. And so, seven weeks, where'd you stop on the way? Uh, we don't really, I mean, we don't really have destinations until we get probably beyond Texas. Okay. So, from... From Virginia to Texas, we only stop to sleep. Okay. And uh, we have family along the way mm-hmm. and friends in Texas. Okay. Uh, but once we once we hit New Mexico, we, you know, explore the mountains and the hot springs. Mm-hmm. Nice. The, the Jemez Mountains or Jemez yeah. Springs. Jemez Springs. Do you know where that is? I, do, I do not. It's like an hour from Santa Fe. Okay. Yeah, some nice mountains, uh, nine thousand foot passes. Okay. Hot springs. Nice. Nice, good motorcycle squiggly roads. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and where else? I don't know. I mean, really, uh, we're always looking forward to California uh, mm-hmm. because of the variety that's here. Right. So we probably slow down the most once we cross. The border into California. Right. Right. Because we're here. Right. (laughs) We did explore in Utah a bit. Yeah. So we have some other cousins. Mm -hmm. Second cousins. Yeah. Also your... My my cousins. Yeah. First cousins. First cousins. Okay. Yeah. Brooke and Nathan in um, Ivan's, Ivan's, Utah. Okay. Near... I mean, they're like... St. George. Yeah. They're like, they're like 40 minutes from Zion. Okay. And uh, we stayed there for like a week. Nice. And did some blog posts. Mm-hmm. And sat in some chairs. <laughs> yep. And slept on an air mattress. And had some lattes. Ooh. Nice. Yeah. They're pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, I like them. We actually We're... met them here. Yeah. Yeah. I remember that. Mm-hmm. Last year. Right. Yeah. Yep. There's a reunion and we're going out. Gosh, when is it? November. Thanksgiving. It's Thanksgiving, yeah. We're, we may be there. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Oh, fun. It's, it's, it's the 
Rob's grandkids branch of the Bakers. Uh-huh. Yes. We're not Rob's grandkids, but we're, we're, we may crash it. Okay. Yeah. Well, you're welcome to. Yeah. That'd be awesome. I mean, all the Bakers look similar, so you'll fit right in. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, how was everyone's week? Um, pretty good. I'm preparing for my trip to Minnesota with the babies. It's a flight. Neither of them have flown before, so if you have any tips, it'll probably be too late. But oh yeah, it will be. Wait. Oh, <laughs> well. Wait, this isn't coming out tomorrow. No, it'll come out tomorrow, I think. Oh, well, anyways, yeah. So I've been getting stuff together for our trip, and um, today was Mother's Day. We had a hike, and um, free coffee. Yeah. What else did we do today? We had Mother's Day family thing. Yep. Jack-in-the-box tacos. Yep. Ice cream. Yes. And for it, oh, this is the best part. Forrest got me a mug that he picked out himself, and um, he was very excited to give it to me. <laughs> and he was so happy when I had my coffee in it this morning. So that was the best part of Mother's Day for me <laughs> was his happiness at me using his gift. <laughs> mm-hmm. He was very happy about mm-hmm. it. He was so excited. We went to some fancy store to go pick it out, um, and he didn't fancy. like any. Some home goods, uh, like uh, it's called Home Goods. <laughs> okay, we went to Home Goods. TJ Maxx of like home stuff. And he didn't like any of the mugs there, and I didn't like any of the mugs there, and I don't think anyone in that store liked the mugs there. Yeah, who would? So we went to Dick's, which was right <laughs> next door, and he saw the green Yeti mug <laughs> and wanted to get it for you. Cute. Yeah. What about you guys? How was your week? Our week was nice. Um, we ended up here. Mm-hmm. <coughs> so we, another week. You've been here since Friday? Yeah. Yeah, so the week, the week before Friday was cool. We got to see the, the ancient bristlecone pine forest. Mm-hmm. Oh, cool. And uh, ended up down in Lone Pine. <coughs> That's we, like your favorite, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. because uh, some of my favorite movies were filmed there. Right. In, in the movies? Alabama Hills, um, well, Django Unchained. Oh, uh, yeah. So we got we got to camp in one of the locations. Whoa! Like one of the shots. Yeah, we I, were. I saw. I saw that. <laughs> yeah. Cool. So that was cool. And then, you know, the we're camped in the desert, and we get the shot, and then the wind comes through in the middle of the night, wakes me up. Flapping the tent, I'm all mad. Go outside. There's the Milky Way. Mm. Oh wow! Didn't know it was out. Yeah. <laughs> you never so, would have known. Yeah, I never would have known. And uh, so that was cool. Uh, one of those Alabama hills always something like that always happens there. Mm-hmm. That mm. something a surprise. Were you able to get a picture of it? Yes, but I have not yet shared it. Okay, I'm holding on to that one. You have one, though, that you did share of the tent and the bike. Yeah, the tent and the motorcycle at night, kind of in the rocks, but mm. there's no. The Milky Way is hidden from the shot. Okay. Saving it for the future. Nice. Oh. Nice. <laughs> how, lo- how long does something like that take? 
like from setup to teardown. The to get the shot. Yeah. Yeah. Like the Django shot. No, like like a astrophotography, like to get a a picture of the Milky Way. Well, I sort of wandered out of the tent, saw the Milky Way, got the camera. Didn't have any pants on. <laughs> yeah, ran out in the rocks. Uh, in my boots nice. <laughs> and, uh, literally like set up the camera, took the picture and like five minutes later I was done hmm. except then, oh, I, wow. then I took 10 more. So oh, okay. I was out till the sun came up, <laughs> but you know, it took like a minute or two. Okay. How long was the, the exposure? Uh, might've been like 20 seconds. Okay. Yeah. I'm like real interested in this because I tried it like seven times and i was like I you've tried it a lot like every time i go camping it's hard it's hard to do it i can't ever focus on anything oh mm. yeah. that's the hardest part for me you have to live view and manual okay manual focus and uh do you like focus on the moon or actually this time the the crescent moon was out so i was able to there was enough light from the moon to allow me to use, uh, like, get a little bit more depth of field. Mm -hmm. So I used an, a narrower aperture than normal. I think I used 2.8. Okay. Or maybe even 3.5. And I focused just behind the tent. And so the tent was in focus. The stars were enough in focus. Right. You know. Right. Okay. That was a, some, a little, like, long-winded... Yeah, answer, answer to that no, question. No, well, I'm really interested in that because that's like the coolest pictures that I've ever seen, and I just want. We to should be able do that. that if you guys come day. out in November to Zion, we should. Yeah, we should like teach us. Yeah, you can have a photography workshop class with me for okay. all the bakers. Yeah, I mean, the, the real key is they get. The, you can't change the exposure of the of the area. Okay. Whatever that is, it is, and you have to set your tent glow. You know, you want to get the tent glowing. Mm -hmm. That's actually just my iPhone in, right. the, in the mesh. Right. Like Which, your flashlight? No, just the screen. Whoa. Yeah, just the screen and then the um, the brightness of the screen you set mm. okay. to balance Whoa. whatever's outside. Okay. Never would have thought that. I think it was, like, it was like 30% okay. that night. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, we used to do, like, paint the tent with light, with a flashlight or the phone. Oh. On the um, inside? Mm -hmm. Like, I would be in the inside painting it, mm -hmm. but I guess we don't need to do that. That was unnecessary. <laughs> yeah, I used to always make her wake up and paint the tent, and then uh, I figured out. <laughs> Give her something fun to do. Yeah. <laughs> I to feel out. useful That's sometimes. Right. Now she can, she was in there, she was asleep, or she was, yeah. she was trying to sleep. I kept running by the tent. Yeah. Pantless. No pants kept, on. Kept, yeah, I kept running by the tent with my phone. That naked like, guy. Like yeah. <laughs> I moved the bike and uh, I ran by the tent with another light to paint the rocks around the tent some. So and then the self timer. Mm -hmm. I can only imagine what the what the neighbors were thinking oh, there, yeah. like the seeing this pantless guy in boots running around with a light yeah, on a bike. They're they probably couldn't... like, this is normal. <laughs> back yeah, back in the back Maybe. in the Alabama hills where all the weirdos. But you, go. we were back in the rocks, so I don't think the neighbors could see you. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but you wouldn't have cared if they did. <laughs> yeah, it was dark. <laughs> yeah. How was your week, babe? Um, 
my week was good. I had a I had to drop everything at work um, to do some catalogs, which I really don't like doing. He hates it. Yeah, I really do. It's boring. It's like not the fun part of marketing at all. Is like making super boring engineering, like technical data sheets. You can't even make it look cool. Like shopping it... for engineers, yeah. sort of. Yeah, <laughs> that Bas- kind of catalog, basically. Okay. Um. Like, imagine a catalog, but it's just all about lenses. Are you allowed to put any humor? No. <laughs> it's like just information. Yeah. Have you ever snuck any humor into the catalog? I am going to put something on the website um, in the, like, about section. <laughs> what are you going to do? I don't know. I think it's just going to be like a, a, um, like a flyby banner. Like a... It's Farts. A- <laughs> What is it going to say? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, yeah. So that was that was that was kind of that was kind of frustrating um having to drop everything to do that, but I'm glad it's done. We probably won't even use it, which is a little disheartening. And um let's see what else happened. Uh I don't remember. Do we go to the beach? We did go to the beach. Yes. Oh, yeah. Forrest planned a date for oh, us. Yeah, Forrest planned a nice that date. That was cute. He was like, um, I have an idea. How about if we go on a sunset date and we get Firestone for dinner? And then we're like, okay. So we yeah, just yeah, did that the sounds next day. Sounds great. It was so uh-huh. fun. Which beach? Uh, Shell Beach. I don't know. I don't know where Shell Wait, Beach is. Oh, no. I don't know if you guys went. It's It's close to Pismo. It's like I kind of secret. We, we might have taken you there. Is it near the secret beach? Yes. Yes, it is a secret right. beach. Right. Yes. Okay. So there's two different ones. There's Thousand Steps and then there's the secret beach. Oh I've been there, oh. but I don't know where it is because it's secret. secret. Yeah. You've been there, but you don't know where it is. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> right. Um, yeah, that's a cool one. There's big rocks and stuff. Where's climbing rocks? The tide was coming in. Is oh. that is that the one with the rope? No. 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 That's Pirate's Cove. That's Pirate's Cove. Mm-hmm. Right. That was that was the one you guys went to. Oops. And there's yeah. naked people there. Yeah. I actually the saw my beach. first naked oh. person there. <laughs> my first naked person. <laughs> like the first time at Pirate's Cove that I saw someone that was naked. <laughs> it was a large old man. I would like just about halfway fit in if the stars were out. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah, there's big rocks there, so yeah, we um, get that a lot at Hot Springs. Oh, right. I bet. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, especially in California, I bet. Pretty much, that's where the hot springs are. Okay, right? There's there are some in other states, but there's a lot here. And hmm. uh, we've talked about this. We talked about this last time. Yeah, right up in Owens Valley. There's mm-hmm. a that's we've seen naked people up there. Yeah, and uh, it's not like we wandered into the spring. And decided to get in, despite there being naked people. You were there. It was like we were there, and they showed up and said, hey. We said, hey. And then they just took their clothes off and got in. <laughs> and, and you're uh, like, uh, And then we didn't stay that long after that. Because <laughs> it was just. Uh, oh, my phone's ringing. It's one of those conversations you're having with a person where you're facing. Somewhere else. Somewhere else. But you're trying to be engaged because you don't want to be rude. Yeah. You were, 
the last time that wait, wait, were you talking to them? You were doing a little better than I was in there. <laughs> yeah. Like just trying to be polite. Yeah. The last time I was at a hot spring, it was no. Uh, a while ago, I was at a hot spring in Bishop, and there was a whole family of people, and we were there, and the mom just took off her shirt and it was like a whole family she was the only one like everyone else had Your proper, <laughs> proper bathing attire except the mom so what was extra. this what was this hot spring called because I, I, we've been to one near bishop i don't remember no it had uh like some cavern looking formations travertine travertine possibly that was the one mm-hmm. that must be the weird one yeah it was like and it's not even that warm it was no, very it odd because i was like Everyone else is prepared for this, and and you're their mom. Like you prepared them. Like you're what is going on here? So that was uh, yeah. I don't know something about hot springs, but Anila, how was your week? Good. I don't remember a lot of it actually. <laughs> I guess traveling is a blur a little bit right now. Do you do you drive? No. I don't. Okay. Do you have your license? I do. Okay. But not much experience. You should let her drive sometime. The dual sport, actually, if you ask, depending on who you ask, I probably should not be riding a dual mm-hmm. sport because I'm not that tall. Is it a mm-hmm. low seat height? No. Okay. No, it's very tall. Yeah. Like, so, I, yeah, I can't touch the ground. Or I can't touch both feet on the ground. Okay. And I touch the ground with willpower. Right. Like And thick boots. And thick boots. <laughs> uh-huh. And like tiptoes. So, um and, and your bike is pretty loaded too, right? Yeah, we're about thirty pounds over the gross weight that it's supposed to be. Okay. That the sticker says. Uh so it doesn't it doesn't handle like a KLR is supposed to handle. Okay. It handles like like a canoe would handle with three grown men in it <laughs> and all their camping gear. Not right. a good thing to start out on learning. No. So, um my my dual sport was the lowest seat height of like all the dual sports and so I could touch both feet no no problem. Like knees bent. But uh it must be nice. You're a little taller than me. Yeah, quite a bit. You can probably touch the ground on ours. Maybe. Oh, maybe not. But you would be. You would definitely feel way more stable on it than we do. Hmm. You could probably get like at least one whole foot on the ground. All right. Well, maybe. Maybe one day I'll get a motorcycle again. Yeah. Maybe. But what What we're talking about today is starting and not starting. And reasons why uh, reasons why people don't start things. So, in order to get into that, I've got some preliminary questions. On a scale uh, from one to ten, we'll all answer this. Um, how much do you care about what people think in general? And I don't. For me, I'll go first. 
I don't know because part of me I want to come off as someone who doesn't care about what other people think. And I think generally I don't care what people think, but like with specific people, I care what they think. I guess about certain things. That makes that makes sense. I, I'm similar. Uh, I think when I let like Jordan autopilot take over, and and I'm just like living for my soul. Uh, it's not that I don't care about what people think. I'm not even aware that other people are thinking mm. about any other people. Like right. it's there. It's tunnel vision. Like people mm-hmm. are, other people are re- irrelevant. Right. Um, and so is my own opinion of what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. I'm just doing. Right. Right. And but then on the other hand, when the when the introvert Jordan, the little voice, speaks up and says, "You're you're doing something pretty weird here," <laughs> and like then I really start to care maybe what other people think. Right. Right. So I'm like a ten and a one. Yeah. I... Yeah, I don't know. It depends. Generally, I don't care. So generally, I'll say like a nine. And that, but then in specific situations with specific people, I think I care a lot. Yeah, it depends mm-hmm. on who the who the person is that you're caring about. Do you care what we think about you? Yeah, um, I do. Yeah, like a like a four. Okay. Does that, which way does the scale go? One is like nothing, 10 is okay. a lot. I feel, feel a little more important than I did before we got here. <laughs> well, and I don't think that is like a feeling important. It's just like I'm, I'm more comfortable around you guys, so okay. I care less about what you think. But I think yeah. that like for, I care, like I care the most about like what you think, but I'm the most comfortable with you but i care the most about what you think not like i will like i'm like wondering oh what's that gonna think about this but your opinion is very important to me do you ever 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 think about what i think about your outfit no so then i don't really care what anybody thinks about my outfit though. Right. this is a complicated question this is it's supposed to have a simple answer but right. it, yeah you can't what were you gonna say uh i think Close family, I care more, mm-hmm. too. But then, Jordan, like, I don't care as much, because mm-hmm. we know each other so closely that yeah. it doesn't really matter. She knows what I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's like... She doesn't have to care about what I think. Maybe it's like letting the what people think of you dictate your actions. Right. So, like, mm-hmm. I don't know, because, like, I mean, I care what you think about me, but... It doesn't really, like, I don't care if you don't like the clothes that I wear, you know? Well, or, like, my hair or whatever. I don't, that doesn't bother me at all. Yeah. For instance, like, mm, mm, a lot of my families did, did the whole military thing, and I, like, wanted to do that because that's what they did, and that's what they valued. And I, if I would have done it, I think they would have thought of me better. Mm-hmm. But... Mm-hmm. So I think it's a little bit of a personality thing because, like, I wanted to do that so that mm-hmm. they would think of me better. But mm-hmm. then, like, the the dark People side pleaser. came over. 
And I was like, <laughs> no, I'm not going to do that. Yeah, I'm not just gonna, because. I'm not going to cut my beard off. To. That's what you're, that's like the thing with your cutting your hair, you know, you're torn. Yeah. So you don't know if you. People used to have such that. cool beards in the military. Yeah. yeah. Back in the Civil War. And then it changed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You, you would have fit in. Yeah. Maybe. Civil War. <laughs> yep. I could I could have done it, but I don't know. So I think it's not like I want to impress people, but sometimes I do things also that just because I'm challenging people's perceptions, or like I just want to like fight against it. <laughs> I guess. Yeah, but uh, on a certain level, that, yeah. you're you're uh, we do the same thing. We create content, mm-hmm. and I think uh, the. You want to create content of value, right? Mm-hmm. So on a certain level, you want you want people mm-hmm. to enjoy what you create. It's true. And then on another level, you you do it for yourself too, right? It's it's and a you weird, stay true to yourself, right? Yeah. yeah, but you also want it to be pleasing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, maybe line. that's not that's probably not universal mm-hmm. among all artists, right? But right. yeah, like, but if I wanted to push the boundaries with something a little bit, then I wouldn't be able to please everyone. So I'd have to not well, care I've so fun. much. Is that a better way to ask the question then? Yeah. Do you, do you on, a scale, on a scale of 1 to 10, how much do you care about what everyone thinks? What everyone thinks. Yeah, that might be a better yeah. question. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, because I found, like, well, I'm talking about social media, but like when I do push the boundaries or when I post something that I think is like, oh, this is not what I usually post. I'm being really, I don't know, this is a subject I don't usually talk about or something or being really honest here. I usually get really good response from that because, and that's when I'm like, okay, I know that this isn't going to make everyone happy, but then it makes like the cert- a certain amount of people, like it really resonates with them. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, so if you're trying to please everybody, you're not going to please anybody. Right. And if you just stick to what you're doing and like do your, do your thing, then you're going to like find your people. Right. I guess. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Your, your tribe. Yep. Tribe. Like, like Seth. Like Seth. Yep. Actually, oh, Seth. Anna has that book. She's, I haven't she's read excited it yet. to read it. I am. I'm really excited to read it. I don't really Seth think. Godin. I don't really think I have a tribe, though, at this point. I don't think I... It, if I have a tribe, it's not much of a uniform tribe. It's a, it's a hodgepodge of a yeah. bunch of different tribes. Yeah. Like, the motorcycle tribe is, like, really getting into my Instagram. Mm-hmm. And uh, meanwhile, like, the truck camper people, are, some of them are, like, motorcyclers. Mm-hmm. Some motorcyclists, some of them are, like, where's the truck? Yeah. <laughs> And then and over the summer, when we go back to the truck, the motorcycle people, they'll probably start dropping off uh, one by one. Yeah. They're like, oh, there's no more motorcycle here. Yeah. Yeah. Can't please everyone. Yeah. You just do what you do. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Do it for you. You do you, boo. Yeah. The right people will come, I guess. Yeah. yeah, definitely. Yeah. But it's easy to think like, oh, gosh, I can't step out and do this thing because then this whole group of people is going to be like, what are you doing? And they're going to stop caring. And but probably, probably with the new Instagram algorithm and half those people won't even see it. 
to question it, to unfollow you, Uh, right? (laughs) Probably not. Yeah. Who even cares? Is that a pessimistic, optimistic way to look at it? Uh, Yeah. 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 Pessimistic, optimistic. What is words? (laughs) All right. So second question. I hope that that, I, I hope that that got us all on the same track. (laughs) What a tangent we got off on. Yeah. No, but I think it's good because it relates. Uh, second question is, um, on a scale of 1 to 10, how big is your feel or fear of failure? 1 being low, 10 mm. being high. Okay, this I also think that this depends on like what you're really talking about. But uh, And the definition of failure, because... Well, you define it. A lot... For you. A lot of times when I have felt like I have failed has brought the most growth and the most learning so i don't know i don't i don't think i'm that scared of failure anymore but like failing in like motherhood i mean that's a different thing but like are we talking about like work stuff is this specific to something no just when i ask that question what's what comes to mind probably like three three on a scale of one to ten and what did you think of failing at um my business. Okay. Yeah. So you're not very scared of failing. No, because that. I've kind of already, I mean, I haven't failed, but like in my mind, I've like done it like a couple of times I've failed, quote unquote failed. Sorry. I feel like they can see this, but they can't. Right. Yeah. Um, and I've learned a lot from that. So I don't really, it doesn't really, I don't know. I've, I've been there, so I'm not that scared of it. What about you guys? What what comes to mind first? I think of failing in social situations because that's my biggest fear. Or, yeah, being an introvert. Mm-hmm. Um, Literally, like, we're both like this. She's more than me, but <clears throat> I feel like I analyze situations the same amount as she overanalyzes interactions. Mm-hmm. And uh, I feel like every time we interact with somebody, whether it went good or bad, we failed. <laughs> Interesting. Like we did something. Yeah. We talked just a little too long or just no. a little too short. Oh, man. It's just how – I think that's an introvert. Yeah. It's, an, it's, so. a, it's a trait of the introvert. Uh, I heard it on a TED Talk. It's just always questioning, yeah. like, did I do that right or not? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I I kind of can relate with that. I'm Dirt. really close yeah. to the – middle line an extrovert and introvert and i i i have those moments too where i'm like oh my gosh do they think that i meant this or like i don't know like i'm always worried about like maybe that's every person offending someone that kind of relates to the other the first question really yeah that's true yeah it is it depends on they're the same same question what would your answer be from one to ten i'd say i'm like eight or nine. Okay. Is failing, like, what do you think is failing in, like, a social situation? Like, being awkward or, like, hurting someone's feelings without meaning to? What do you think? Um, just, like, making people uncomfortable, oh. I guess. And not pleasing people. Or maybe not being, not being engaging enough. Mm-hmm. Not asking the right questions. Hmm. I worry about being, like, misunderstood. Like, if I say something and then I'm like, did they take that to mean this? Or, like, I don't know. 
if I'm awkward, I'm just like, hey, I'm awkward, you know, I'm, I herb to derp. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I'll think about things and I'm like, oh my gosh, they probably took it like this and they're probably mad at me. And this is probably why they haven't texted me back yet. And then like, the next time you talk to them, yeah, they're like oh in your brain, <laughs> that's in there dictating your every thought. Yeah. This is interesting yeah. because I, I, according to Myers-Briggs, am an introvert, but I really don't care about that at all. Maybe it's not an introvert thing. I think that because I'm fine with making a fool of myself. No, but introvert is but someone... But failing is like, I don't know. But where do I, you... I view that differently. Where do you get your energy? Yeah, it's do how you, you recharge. Do you, get, do you recharge? Alone. Okay, that's introvert. Get, get the people away from me. So I don't yeah. think this is necessarily an introvert thing because... I I go through seasons of recharging alone and recharging with friends. Yeah, same thing. People. So it's I more have, social yeah. anxiety. Yeah, I think it is social anxiety. I have extreme, you don't have that at all. Extreme bouts of both. Mm-hmm. Like too. when we've been on the road for a while here, like ten days, and not talk to that many people, mm-hmm. and then we bump into someone who's a nomad in a campground. Mm-hmm. Like we like hang out all night. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it doesn't, introvert is, we're recharging. Mm-hmm. With Do you pe- feel like that way, Anila, too? No. I, no. Okay. I mean, it I'm depends recharging. on the person. If, yeah. it, if they're talkative, then I feel more comfortable. Yeah. That makes sense. Because then you don't feel like you have to be talking too much. Yeah. That's how, I, I feel like that, too. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. So, Jordan, what about you on a scale of 1 to 10? Well, what's the subject for you when you think of failing? Oh. Um, well, the closer, the, the older I get now, the more I realize that time is finite. Even though I'm only 27, like I just know time is passing quicker mm-hmm. even now than it did a year ago. Yeah. But especially like 10 years ago. So failure to me is doing something that didn't investing time into something that didn't blossom mm. when I could have done the other thing. Mm. Like, cause I, I, you can't do everything. Right. Yeah. So whatever I choose to do, I'm worried. Is this going to be worth it? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Cause I have so many yeah. things I want to do. Yeah. Right. Got a lot of ideas. So my, my fear of failure is like choosing the wrong thing to do. Yeah. And investing the time into that and then only to, like, two years later realize, nope, that wasn't it. Even a day later. <laughs> it's it, For me, it's, like, daily and, and like, long-term, short-term and long-term things. Like, like, there's a fork in the road, literally a fork in the road. And I could go to this location to look for uh, the right landscape that I want to photograph or to this location. Mm. And I get to that fork and I probably like, <laughs> I probably waste half the day like deciding which road to take, which place to go to. So this could kind of go along with like how you said you were thinking about starting a YouTube channel, how you're like analyzing, should I do it or should I not do it? Yeah. Or what should I talk about? Mm-hmm. What mm-hmm. topic? Interesting. Yeah, but my fear, my fear of failure is like, it's, I have a weird view on failure though, like with, with something that I got into, I guess ultimately I fear that I won't 
my interest will not uh, power me through it far enough mm-hmm. to succeed. Mm-hmm. To, to get past the, the amateur level. Yeah. Or like I'll get bored of it before I succeed. Mm-hmm. And, then, and then almost every time I failed in my life, in my opinion, I just didn't want it bad enough. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. And so what, how would you rate that fear? One, one to ten. It's, uh, I mean, it's like a nine. Hmm. Unless, unless I'm just doing mm-hmm. what Jordan's soul does and I'm not asking questions. And then it's zero. Right. So what is that for you? The doing what your soul loves? Oh, like like when I run outside pantless at the Alabama Hills and like <laughs> take a bunch of star photos. When you're not stuck in analysis paralysis. It's like, oh. it's it's completely spur of the moment. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like second nature. Right. Oh. And then And then I, at the end of the night, I can't go to sleep. Because I'm so excited, I just got like twelve good pictures, mm-hmm. and there was no fear that whole time. Right, mm. right, right. That's awesome. So I think the more that you think about it, the more bigger the fear gets. Mm-hmm. Right. Because for me, I'd say like my fear of failure right now. Um, failure at what? Failing at um, launching a coaching, mentoring. Um, business business mm-hmm. um, and like just having it flop and not finding anyone and mm-hmm. then realizing like oh I don't have enough like content or you know whatever that's like that's like a seven hmm. which I I thought that it'd be higher like I am scared of it but I think that I've gotten to this point where um, I have become okay with failing. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Because it's like uh, a lot of the books that I've been listening to and a lot of the podcasts and like even some of the things from Gary Vee is it just try like everything Mm -hmm. and just go full in. Like, and if you don't like it, then move on to something different. Yeah, because I would because say that it might you might view it as time wasted, but you also would have been sitting on your butt doing nothing if you hadn't have started. Yeah, because if you like quote unquote fail at something, like let's say you start your business and you have like not that much interest, whatever. Okay, so you. I would say you didn't fail because you did something, you know, like you did it. You like put yourself out there. Like that's, I think that I'm to the same point where it's like, I don't, I've had the failure or like what I see as failure. And I'm, I would rather do things that might end in quote unquote failure than not do anything and like be stuck in the pit. Well, that's the risk. It's a greater risk to not do it. Yes. Like, uh, exactly. Uh, I'm listening to Seth Godin's book right now, actually, on uh, audiobook. Which mm-hmm. one? Through my helmet, playing in my helmet while I drive. Nice. If oh. it's not windy. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the Icarus Deception. Okay. Hmm. And I haven't gotten that far into it, 
really. And his books are so, especially in audiobook form, um, they're really dense stuff yes. to absorb. So, yeah, the permission marketing is like fourteen hours. Yeah, but it and then but each even each each paragraph that he says or that that is in the book, and he's the reader on the audio book mm-hmm. is actually him. Um, is uh, it's it's a lot to absorb, especially like when you're doing something else, mm-hmm. right? Um, but the Icarus deception is is like the I guess it's the old story of flying too close to the sun and mm-hmm. your wings melt. And I don't know who it was. I I forget. Um, it's a myth, Greek. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So One he got flew too close to the sun. The wax that held the wings together melted and he fell but the part of the story that they leave out is the flying too low Mm. to be comfortable there's there's wind currents right above the ocean you're way more likely to crash Mm -hmm. fail if you fly too low Hmm. so it's, it's, it's less of a risk to go for it yeah right yeah oh wow but that's that's good I don't. I didn't need that book to to like know that, Mm -hmm. but it kind of helps you. Right, helps you picture it a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so let's transition here into these last two questions. But I I hope that that gives us a a little bit of a better understanding to these next two questions, and and so that the listeners can understand where each of us is coming from when we answer these these questions mm-hmm. but what has been something that you've been hesitant to start or that you were hesitant to start uh, i was hesitant to start my handmade knitting thing i was also hesitant hesitant to start my essential oils business is that all that you're yeah. asking for yeah, yeah i was hesitant with both of those things and yeah you're going to have to tell me how good that piece of macaroni is. It's pretty good. Okay. <laughs> it's a little cold. Okay. A little, uh, inject a little BTS here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Who's next? Uh, one of you guys. I'm still thinking. I'm, trying to I'm eating macaroni. <laughs> <laughs> is it good? It's a pretty good piece. Is it's it cold good. now? It's not very um, warm, but it's good. Okay. It's from... It's from one of our favorite restaurants. <laughs> Forrest calls it the restaurant. Restaurant. What about you? What are you scared to start? Scared to start. Well, you said you're scared to start. Something the... that you were scared or he- something that you were hesitant to start. Yeah. Or something that you are hesitant to start. So something I'm a little hesitant to start is the the business coaching thing. Mm-hmm. Something I'm less hesitant to start was hesitant to start the podcast. Oh yeah, me too. Um, me too. I was hesitant. Um, I am hesitant to start training for the triathlon. I am was hesitant to push myself a little, a little harder in in climbing. Um, and I was hesitant to lately start doing the YouTube videos. Mm-hmm. Um, there's been some other things, but, hmm. yeah, 
Yeah. What are we hesitant to start? I mean, I've always wanted to have a, a YouTube channel, mm-hmm. but uh, I know I know my track record of um, wanting things perfect. Mm. So, I mean, if I can't even post an Instagram twice a week, how am I going to put out a video <laughs> often enough? to have a successful channel. Yeah. So like mm. it, for me it's it's like I'm hesitant to do it because I don't even know fully if I want to do it. <laughs> That's the thing. it goes back to that fear of failure like mm-hmm. I uh you know, if I fail it's probably going to be because I didn't want it bad enough. Mhm. I fear that. <laughs> I fear myself. <laughs> <laughs> But I'm hesitant to do that. Were you hesitant to start this road trip out here and do it on motorcycle? That was like that was a combination of of uh being hesitant but also like Jordan's soul taking over mm-hmm. and like suddenly we were in Texas. And it's like how did we get here? But Anila, you were hesitant, weren't you? Um a little bit. I was hesitant for like a day and then I that's like okay. Then you're like ready. <laughs> the re- the the reason that we did like what what got us into this. I don't know what got it in my head, but I woke up one morning, like, thinking about some boxes on the side of a KLR six fifty, and me and Anila on the KLR six fifty in California hmm. on a trip. We didn't we didn't own a KLR at the time either. <laughs> we didn't even have the bike. Woke yeah, up I one think day. for me, I had to change my thinking. Like, I've always wanted to, like, do a through hike, like the AT or something. Mm-hmm. And so when I thought about it like that, like, oh, it's that kind of adventure. Mm-hmm. That's like, it's yeah, you don't have much stuff. It's mm-hmm. like, it's like and a minimalist like, okay. challenge. Mm-hmm. It's like, mm-hmm. um, can you make it <laughs> with, can you make it with only 70 pounds of stuff mm-hmm. for three months? And that's... Obviously, you can because people do it. People people have ridden from Panama to Alaska, right? And it's only three months, or, like or Peru. That's a quarter if of the year, a, though. Yeah, it's a quarter a time of the year. Limit, mm-hmm. Like, I think it was harder to move into the truck because we're like, this is how we're gonna live for who knows how long, right? Mm-hmm. Well, but also we're shooting a wedding out here too, so we have everything we need to do that, mm-hmm. along with everything we need to camp and eat oh, and man. drink and cook right for like i think like any given time we have enough stuff for three days with, mm. with no water source wow. which that's that that's the absolute <laughs> like you're gonna be thirsty before the end of that three days right ration hmm. right right but <clears throat> we were so were you more hesitant you were more hesitant to do the 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 truck. Yeah, to move into the truck camper. Because mm. it was like, this is our going to be our new lifestyle. The mm-hmm. new normal. Right. Yeah, I mean, there's no real... We had a special deal with the rent worked out back there. And once that's done, there's no going back. Mm-hmm. If, if, if we decide that, like, oh, why did we do this? Mm-hmm. Then the, the thing we go back to is a higher rent. Right. Mm-hmm. 
So huh. I'd say that's a that's a pretty that's a that's a, a, con- a consequence of failing too. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Hmm. Which in that case, failing would be you're a wimp. You chickened out. Hmm. Yeah, and it, well, and it's also like comfort. Like, yeah, I want to be like a cert- have a certain level of comfort. Like, yeah. have access to showers mm-hmm. all the time in so your I, normal life. I guess the truck comfort like worked out because we went so smaller on this trip. Like, we moved into the truck, lived in the truck for a year. And then did a trip on a motorcycle. So, like, we must be okay with the truck if we can do this. Yeah, you for might, three months. You might enjoy the truck more when you get back. Right. Yeah. But That's then true. maybe next time you can hike the Appalachian Trail. I don't... Yeah. I don't know <laughs> if I want to do that. Or maybe but. just the John Muir Trail. Yeah. yeah. Maybe. 220 miles. That's doable. You probably walked that much in the past eight weeks. In the past eight weeks, maybe, <laughs> maybe. Feels like it. <laughs> yeah. Um, mm. Last question, which hopefully we teed up for pretty well. If you knew, I know this sounds cheesy, because Hannah was sure to point it out to me. Picture it on a motivational cat poster. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> but Just kidding. If you knew that you wouldn't fail, what would you try? What's what's some of those things? Or what's like that one mm. thing if you knew you wouldn't mm. fail? Saki bombs. Oh my gosh. <gasps> I've done that. Me too. You've never done one? That's a joke. Oh. <laughs> yeah. We tried them the other night. I was hesitant to try it because I wanted to go with what I knew, which was the 805. <laughs> But I tried the sake bomb. It was pretty good. It was pretty good. <laughs> was that at Naya? Yeah. Uh, was that after or before I came and said hi? After. Okay. <laughs> I don't know, man. I think YouTube, the YouTube channel thing. I don't know. Maybe I need bigger goals. I don't know. Maybe half marathon. I've tried, I've trained, oh, this is another way I've failed. Well, I've started training for a half marathon two different times. And one of them, I even signed up for a half marathon and I didn't. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. The biggest for half marathon. I was so excited about it. But, uh, yeah, nope. I've done that twice. So maybe that, that and the YouTube channel for oils and DIY stuff. What about you? You have the same answer to your last two questions for this? Your business coaching. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, uh, but you're doing that. No, you're like already I, doing I, that. No, I am, I am going to do that. Yeah, that's so not even a question. I'd say like an Ironman triathlon. Like a oh, full... I was thinking like, wait, you want to become... I, w- Iron I will Man. become Ironman. Like, or you, you think you're the Are coolest? you talking about like the full-on Ironman? Like yes. the full, like... Yeah. like with a marathon at the end, Iron mm-hmm. Man. Wow. Yeah. You have to trim your beard to do that for uh, aerodynamics. Yeah. <laughs> that I would shave my whole body. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh. Okay. But, I don't know. Part of me is like, I, I, that's just like, I'd have to drop everything to train for that. Mm-hmm. Because those people are so, so intense. Mm-hmm. And... Then, well, there's a reason they're so intense. 
It's an intense thing. I feel like my, I feel like the things that go through my head is, okay, well, I could never be like great. Like I'd never be like the, like number one. So, or like even like top like 300 in, in my age group because people, there's people way better than me at it. I could probably do it, but my knees might go out or, you know, like I'll train and then have an injury or something like that. I don't know. See, we, we think so. We think differently about that. I mean, I'm not interested in Ironman. Mm. I don't think about my knees going out before I do like a big hike, but then they, they do (laughs) (laughs) like, like they don't go out, but like they, they get aches that are bad, Mm -hmm. which is like, in my mind is my knees going out mm-hmm. and uh but i get like into the thick of something from following jordan's soul into it and because you don't condition for yeah it. and then in the middle of it like like the first night out camping on the bike in arkansas we got all the way to arkansas and we're like we're like a thousand miles from home and uh because we'd stay with family in between mm-hmm. and we get into the middle of the trip set up camp for the first time and I go to sit down and I'm like, Oh snap. Like oh. there's no chair. We didn't bring, ch- and like I knew we couldn't bring chairs. Like I knew it when we left, we didn't have chairs. Like, how are we going to survive without a place to sit? Hmm. And then my phone starts to die and, and there's no like, deep cycle battery to plug it into oh man oh there's no way what did i get into what what have we done we're like but you you would maybe think you would think about that stuff before and figure out a way to Mm. compensate maybe yeah but i tend to like get get into it yeah i get into it and like oh no i I made made a bad choice right like there's well and then you have to figure it out yeah yeah Mm-hmm. Like, I think that I, I'm different from the first part that you said, how like, well, I wouldn't be able to be the best or even like the top, whatever in my age group. And I like, if I was to do something like that, that wouldn't even, I don't know, that wouldn't even like be a thought for me. I would think like, this is just for my own accomplishment and I don't even care about being the best at all. I don't know. Yeah. I don't, I don't know why I said that, but it's not like I care about like being the best, but I'm just thinking like for the iron man like what would kind of like what would be the the purpose and point of me doing accomplishment that? completing something yeah something big like that not that many people complete yeah, yeah it's I still guess. an the incredible same, thing just to the finish same that. reason that like we like to climb the cascades mm-hmm. why do you what's the point of people have been to the top of rainier before why do we need to go up there mm-hmm yeah, I guess. we're not doing it any faster than anyone else, any differently than anyone else. We're mm-hmm. probably doing it a little worse than a lot of people do it, <clears throat> but like we still we we didn't make it mm-hmm. when we tried, and I'm going to go back. So why then, <laughs> then ultimately it comes down to like a sense of accomplishment, and that's you. Yeah, like no it's one else. Yourself. No one else gives you that sense of accomplishment. It's like why right? you keep climbing, like you keep going to climbing the climbing gym and climbing more. It's like why do you top it's out you. there anywhere? Is there a yeah, top out where? Yeah. Well, the whole place is bouldering, so I mean, you, you get you get on top. Yep. So there's an easier way to get up there. 
there like, is like the stairs, like an up easy the back route. Yeah, there is an easy, easy route. That why do you do the? Climb. Why do you do the hard route? Yeah, why do you do the hard route? I don't know. I, I like to push myself. Yeah, that, it's for you. For yeah. my, I have a friend who climbs a lot. To him, it, the way he described it is like a puzzle. To him, mm-hmm. it's like a yeah. You got to solve it. Yeah. Well, that's why they call them boulder problems, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And solving the send or whatever. What yeah. do you call it? Yeah, it is a lot. It, like it is a lot of fun, so but Sudoku. it's also like a sense of a sense of accomplishment. And so ultimately, like with business coaching, if I knew I wouldn't fail, I I I don't know if I would try business coaching. Like I'd probably do something bigger than mm-hmm. that. Mm. Oh, like if you okay. Yeah. So, like, I'm not, like... You're like, I would start Google. Yeah. <laughs> if I knew I wouldn't fail. Like, I, I'd do, I'd become a New York Times bestseller. Ooh. What about doing, like, speaking engagements and stuff? I don't, I don't know about that. Oh. Maybe. Maybe not. Mm, okay. But I think that uh, the there's two things is I think m- my sense of accomplishment is based on what it is based on myself. It's like I'm my worst critic. Um but I'm also oddly still care about others. Like I still allow other people's criticism that hasn't even happened yet and probably mm-hmm. will never happen potential criticism potential criticism hold me back from even starting something <laughs> just like a weird thing for me hmm. Hmm. so what would you guys try if, if you knew you wouldn't fail and i'm gonna go to the bathroom so you might have to recap <laughs> i feel like there's so many different things mm-hmm. that i can think of yeah. it's hard to pinpoint one yeah. But so you were making soap for a while, weren't you? Yeah. Yeah. That was cool. Were you going to start Etsy? Yeah. I'd like to do that again, but it just kind of didn't work out with our lifestyle. With the truck. Yeah. Yeah. That's tricky. Um, maybe, like, write a fiction novel? Oh, cool. But, yeah. That'd be awesome. But also climb more mountains. Mm-hmm. Um, Which ones? Be in better shape what overall. Mountain, what mountain Eat do you better. Want? <laughs> Which one do you want to climb? Rainier. Mm. Again. We almost made it. Mm. We're 400 feet from the summit. So what made you stop? The wind. Oh. 60 miles an hour. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Well, that would be... Awesome to do that. Some people made it that day, though. Oh. Right? I'm sure. But after that. We didn't see them. After that mountain, I felt like I couldn't walk. Oh. (laughs) That's normal. That's every mountain. But we were not really in shape for it. You know, at the end of a long hike, Mm -hmm. when you, uh, the last mile. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The ankles and the feet. So I feel like there's more of a fear of doing it again now because I've already done it and it was bad. Oh. It was bad like you didn't make it, or it was bad like your feet hurt? Um, both. Oh. Well, yeah, it would it would be a harder blow. To do it again? To go back and not make it to the top again. Mm. That makes sense. Huh. What about you, Jordan? 
anything. Well, like two things. One thing I'm going to do is uh, we want to build a new truck camper from, from scratch. Oh, wow. Uh, very super custom oh, to cool. look like the expedition style mm. camper like that mm. you take into the bush. I don't know if I know about that one. But that's pretty cool though. Yeah. Just an adventure. An adventure camper. camper. Yeah. yeah. So we want to build one of those and see if we can sell it. Oh cool. And then and then build another one. Mm-hmm. For you. See if we can sell it. Oh. And then build a third one and a fourth one at the same time. And see if we can sell them. Oh man. That's one thing I would do and I'm gonna do. So, like, start a little business. But if I knew that I wouldn't fail, I would have done it already. And I maybe you'd start building, like, several. No, I, I guess I might. But really, there should be... There sh- you have to be realistic, too. Hmm. Getting away from the mic here. You have to be realistic about it, too. Like, you have to be smart and mm-hmm. do your... You can't start out in the middle mm-hmm. of the ocean on a canoe. You have to start at the shore. True. You have to learn how to do it. Learn how to paddle. Mm -hmm. But, and then the other thing I would do is uh, I would buy a, I would have already bought a four by five camera, like a film camera. And I would have shot like a lot of negatives and I would have made big prints and they'd be in a gallery. Oh, cool. And they'd be in people's homes. Awesome. You should do that. So mine is the album too. I forgot about that. I remembered when I was pooping. Uh, <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> what album? I He's want to recording. record an album. Oh, he started recording. I want to record an album myself. Huh? And you want to I record want yourself to have my own home studio. That is a tiny house. Yeah. That I can also record other artists in. Would it be mobile? Cool. Mm-hmm. Do you travel around, record bands in there? I would I would find the artists that I want to record. Mm. It's so it would travel be like, to them and travel to them. You have to start here in your own house before yeah. you have the studio, don't you? Yeah, that's the thing. Is Otherwise, you you'll never get there. I think that you'll never be ready. A lot of pe. I think that I think this way. I think a lot of other people think this way, and I think you think this way too on specific things is there's like barriers that we put up is like, okay, I want to do this, but in order for me to do this, I've got to do this, 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 this. Like there's 25 things. So you don't agree with the canoe analogy that he gave? How well, you have to paddle from no, the shore? No, I'm just saying that's that, pretty basic. That is true. That's ba- I mean, But I, you'd be like, okay, first I've got to learn how to swim. Here, and here's, then I've got to be a certified lifeguard. Yeah. And then I've got to well, have I, a paddle. And no, but it's got to be a like But some of those paddle. steps... That people would create <laughs> for themselves. Are All of those could be relevant, but right. some. But one step that someone else might put in there is, I'm not. I can't start till my canoe has to be green. Mm. Or like you have to have the eight thousand dollar camera. Not, yeah, like I'm not going to leave until I get my canoe professionally painted green, and then that's not important. Well, yeah, but you should know how to swim. Should but here's the thing: you got to have a canoe. It depends on it depends on what your goal is. Like it, for me, if 
it's recording an album is my is that my actual goal or is it to record a perfect album with perfect tracks with the best audio equipment that is available in 2018 and have like no problems or you know like is it for to use a carpenter like example they want to make a a dresser or something like that and they could go out and they could make a dresser tomorrow watching youtube videos with plywood and you know screws or it could take them 20 years to make a dresser because they've got to get their certification for a master carpentry and they've got to make all of their tools by hand out of mahogany that they've sourced you know from somewhere and then it's just like they're like well yeah this is the this is the best way to do it so this is how i'm gonna do it I've got to make my tools first. And it's like, no, you don't have to make your tools. They sell them at... Harbor Freight. Yeah. So really, I think what is... You can probably afford those tools right now at Harbor Freight. It's distinguishing between what's important and what's not. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Which, well, like, the fewer steps there are to your goal, probably the more likely you're going to get there. Mm -hmm. If you can can trim them down to, like... Cut out all the unnecessary. Or you could just start and then you're like, yeah, I made it. I made a dresser, but it sucked. And so I'm going to make another right. dresser that's mm-hmm. better. Mm-hmm. With yeah. the knowledge from the first dresser. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's how I feel about all my failures I've had so far. <laughs> They're just crappy dressers. They're making me stronger. All, those, all my dressers. But I think that that's a difficult way to to think about everything mm-hmm. because even like with um doing youtube doing vlogs i was like okay i'm not gonna care about anything i'm just gonna shoot this with my phone i'm gonna do it every day and then afterwards i was like uh, yeah there's some things i'd want to change i don't know how into this i am maybe once a week but I don't know if I could jump both feet in on every single project like that. Mm-hmm. Like there's a level of, but that's well, more of a challenge. There's a level yourself. of quality that is like I impose on myself. But that's like a cha- more of a challenge for yourself than yeah. like a I want to be a vlogger. It's just more like I want to do. I want to like shoot our everyday lives every day for a month. Well, the other thing that I think about before every time I post. If, if, uh, you know, I want to post as often as my, whoever's in charge of me will let me, mm-hmm. I don't know whatever's inside of me that's in charge. Mm-hmm. I'm going to post as often as that will let me, as my soul will allow me to. And if I, if I do more than that, I start to, I realize like the internet and I've said this a lot, this has been like kind of like a theme of this trip with posting. Um, there's so much junk on the internet. It doesn't need to be any bigger. Because there's so much junk out there. If you're going to add to it, you better, you better believe in what you put there. Right. Otherwise, mm-hmm. you're just, you're just. But you also get better by doing. Yes. Yeah, exactly. 
but you still should you still should just not blindly like yeah it needs add to be fluff to the internet like you should care about it yeah i think that gary v might disagree with that to a certain level do you think right yeah, yeah to a certain level i mean yeah. but here the the interesting thing is you went on this trip i mean that's the internet so that's like that's one side of the equation and that's like adding value and content and things like that but i think that the authenticity behind it is mm-hmm. like you're like yeah i'm a i'm a normal person i'm like it's and like i'm doing... posting like the the like every like everything like and the instagram is... stories side yeah. of things like just like talking like for a long time i was really scared to do instagram stories because i'm like this is such a different side than i usually show because i have like a of aesthetic i guess it's, cur- and it's curated yeah like a yeah. little bit like the the words that i share are very honest in real life but the pictures are like i take time on them so when i was gonna, thinking about doing instagram stories it was like i need to like commit to this and like let people see like the human side of me or i just need to not use it at all and so i just started using it and like that authentic side brings something so different that like i wouldn't say that that is fluff like i think some people do post fluff but even like some photographers post stories fluff. you mean no like on their oh, feeds stories like, they're like they can be fluff but they disappear but it but that's right? bringing value to people though yeah the authenticity is bringing value i mean i guess what i mean is whether or not they're fluff they don't they're not permanent yeah you can take bigger risks in your stories right because they right. they go away like yeah, you, but you the authentic stuff. part, I think, though, yeah. is not. Well, it depends fluff. on it. It depends on what you are. If you're trying to bring value to people's lives, it, are you trying to do that through who you are or through the content that you're sharing? I think that that's a for for an artist. I think a lot of times they separate themselves from their mm-hmm. art, mm-hmm. and so then it's a content thing, and then the content has to be very purposeful. And for someone who's, it, I, Hannah, I'm not trying to say that you're not artistic, but I'm just saying <laughs> for someone who is less focused on the content, it's easier to. Yeah, I know what you're saying. My brand is myself. It's not right. really my art, you know, it's just me. Lifestyle. Yeah. Mine are like prints. Yeah. I want them to, I want each one to be a print. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, but it doesn't necessarily reflect, always reflect like a moment of daily life. Mm-hmm. That's why you should start utilizing stories. I'm serious. Right. Ellie, that's what Ellie, Ellie does. One of her friends that's a photographer, she shot our wedding. She, she talks about this a lot. She's like, it's a struggle for me because this is my business and I need like my feed to look good. But I also want to share like who I am because I'm a person. And I think that that, I mean, people are valuable, you know? And so she shares on her stories a lot of just like everyday stuff. And it's, it's still pretty photos in her stories, but she'll also just like get behind the camera. And that, I mean, for me, I like that so much more than like just photos because I mean, I am not a photographer, so I mean, maybe that's part of it, but like being able to see the person behind it, like even just in stories, even if like a lot, well, I like to put BTS stuff in there. Yeah. Like. I don't know. Do you ever see my stories? I post them like maybe once a week. Sometimes. I haven't seen your stories. I didn't know you even did stories. I did you stories. should just save your stories and post it to YouTube. 
Yeah. That's yes. what you should do at like, the end of the day. I have, they're all random. Like, like, uh, I, I was chasing a lizard in the one <laughs> across the, uh, I want to watch your stories. Desert museum. I chased him like really far. <laughs> And then he like ran into like a, a wall five, and got stuck in a minute story. Yeah. It's just like endless running, just your feet. But yeah. now you can put stories on your profile? Permanent? Yeah. Yeah, you, you can, can save, save it to the highlights. Save, save them as a highlight. Yeah. I have enough. You should, that should be your project. You should yeah. you should start using utilizing stories more often. But yeah, and with this it's it's really interesting like with the uh um jumping into things mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. uh like i've had a couple people from this adventure motorcycle group right well, no, they're not the adventure group they're all people who own the bike that i have mm-hmm. saying and there's fifteen thousand of us in there um is it on facebook yeah okay so i've had people like message me and say like hey i'd like to pick your brain about how how are you doing this Mm-hmm. Like, I need some tips. What are your tips? And I'm like, just do it. I don't know. <laughs> I'm put gas in the tank. Why are you asking me? I'm not the authority of KLR 650s. Like, it's my first KLR 650s. I've only had my license since November. Yeah. <laughs> like, here's what I can tell people like that. Like, if I'm out here doing this, you can be out here doing this. Because chances are you've been riding longer than I have. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You know, just gotta do it. Yeah, like whatever, whatever it is that you're gonna try to do is possible. Right. I think it also depends on how you define success and failure. Because one thing that is that I am allowing to hold myself back is I set up like some some boundaries on what I need the music to be. Like, if I'm going to record an album, it has to be, like, this style, and I have to do, you know, this much work and things like that. And um, if I define, like, if I set that level of success, and I'm like, okay, this is what it has to be, uh, I probably will not start. Because I've made the barrier of entry too high. It's a formidable opponent. Right. Like, I'll never be able to do that. Right. In in a lifetime. But then, I, then I'm then i on, like, SoundCloud, or I, I, I was on Kickstarter the other day, and there's this guy who was raising money for his album. And it, like, sucked. Like, it was bad music, and he was not talented. And he raised $20,000 for his album. I'm like, a, a lot of people would call that success. Is raising mm-hmm. twenty thousand dollars for your Kickstarter, mm-hmm. it, and it could yeah, success could be different for every person. Right, your mm-hmm. success might be like, does it sound good? Right, right, right. But by some measure of success, yeah, by some, that guy was successful, and he went out and did it, and he was, in my opinion, way worse than me. But the difference between him and me is that he did it. He did it. Yeah, or like the girl that. Recorded her album on her phone. Mm-hmm. Oh, I know who you're talking about. <laughs> Maybe I don't want to talk about that. Never mind. Nope. <laughs> Never mind. But, but we like, really we got to wrap. This is like getting long. We got to wrap this up. Okay. Sorry, I don't want to be that person. But it's how long is this episode so far? Hour sixteen ish. 
That's wrong. It's a good topic. Yeah, it is a good topic. I, guess, I, I guess like talking about this. You should just keep in your mind like the technology you have is probably way better than the technology that a lot of my favorite bands had. Right. They recorded with these microphones their entire album on the tape. Yeah. Man, tape is good though. Tape has a good sound. But yeah, like the fidelity of of what your this device right here, the H6 mm-hmm. can do. That's you can emulate any sound with it. You can, I mean, you can. The the Beatles could have, have recorded yeah, on this. You have the tools you need yeah. already mm-hmm. on your phone, probably. Well, no, there's been full people yeah. who have recorded an entire album using their iPhone. Right. So, if I say that I can't do it, that's a lie. <laughs> or it's a truth, and you just really can't do it. Yeah. I won't do it. Yeah. Is really what that you, would be. You can't though. do it because you won't. Right. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. I have two recommendations. One is the water pick. Zach recommends this also. Basically, it shoots high pressure water at your teeth and cleans them out. Cleans them. Flosses them. It's so nice. I feel like I went to the dentist, even though I still probably need to go to the dentist, but it uh, it's very nice. And... um clean feeling and i do it like three times a day <laughs> three times i love it i do I it love twice it. i literally hate flossing and i probably before this had not flossed in over a year what are you kidding me uh-uh. that is so bad that's he, so bad i can see he's flossing with his tongue right now as he as <laughs> yeah, he's he like, speaks oh, do i have anything in my teeth <laughs> uh yeah that's bad well, anyways, I recommend that. I also haven't been to the dentist in like... Not since we've been married. Ten years. <gasps> oh! I also haven't been to the doctor in ten years. Oh my gosh. This is really stressing me out. I haven't been to the doctor in ten years. Oh my gosh. Well, I guess it's a good thing that you don't go to the doctor, but... I don't even know where I would go. They probably wouldn't take you. I don't have a doctor. Because you're not worth their money. <laughs> They have their regular customers. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Um, my Maybe. other. Yeah. Go ahead. My other recommendation is this cup that Forrest got me. It's a Yeti mug in minty mint green. It sounds like this. Hear that? <laughs> um, it's like a short, fat one. I don't know what it. Twelve ounces? Fourteen ounces? I think it's fourteen ounces. It's if it's a grande, if you're into the Starbucks lingo. I know you guys hate Starbucks, but <laughs> um your viewers, your listeners, you, you uh, guys. <laughs> um yeah, I really like it. Maybe I really like it because Forrest gave it to me, but I also like it as yeah. a thing. All right, anyone else recommendations? What are we recommending? Like products Anything. or people, products, music, things, like things TV to do. Shows. TV shows. <gasps> Better Call Saul. The OA. You probably have music. Music? No, I mean, the old stuff. <laughs> no, <laughs> um, but there's been some new Have you heard of, do you like Zeppelin at all? I haven't listened. I, I, I maybe listened to two songs. Never heard of Zeppelin? I have heard okay. of Zeppelin. <laughs> um, 
I've not purposefully set out to listen to that one. Okay. So you've you've heard two. Uh, around I mean, there, I'm guessing. You've probably heard more than two. You just an average of I two. I just didn't know. You just aren't into Zeppelin, <laughs> so you didn't know. Yeah, there's a new band that sounds a lot like Zeppelin. Have you heard of Greta Van Fleet? No. Mm. They're like Zeppelin. I mean, they're they're Zeppelin, but they're now. Okay. Interesting. Pretty much. I mean, they've really they've ripped off Zeppelin, but <laughs> but I mean, hey, it's better than they're inspired. Yeah, they're 100 percent replica inspired (laughs) but but um and a lot of people are complaining about it but like we should be happy that there's (laughs) some new band that sounds like an old band rather than a weird band Mm. yeah that's that's a recommendation and what what is it called again greta van fleet greta van fleet you should write that down for okay, the show can notes. You wrote, can you write? Can you write that down? Water and pick, then. Greta Van Fleet. <laughs> Water pick, Yeti cup, Greta Van Fleet, <laughs> and uh, get your motorcycle license. Oh, do it. Wait, do you have yours? I do. Okay. Do Do you have? Um, did you do the the class, or did you just study on like a? I did the class. But depending on what state you're in, <laughs> we inspired Nathan. Okay. To to go to start the process. While we were there, he's never ridden a bike. Mm-hmm. In Utah, he went to the Utah Motor Division, whatever yeah. they're called there. Took a twenty-five question test. Got his temporary license. And it lasts for six months. Oh, wow. So, and he's never been on a bike. But at this moment, he can legally ride a bike on the street in Utah by himself. Wow. So depending on what state you're in, it could be really easy to get started. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Anila, do you have any recommendations? Um, The Thermarest map. I guess. Nice. The Pro Light? Yes. And I think the one we got is medium length. I don't remember how. Do you know how many inches it is? 40. It's between 40. It's between 36 and 46. But it ends <laughs> up my, like about my knees. Yeah. Okay. So, so your it, feet hang off. Yeah. Yeah. Mine is like the short one. Uh, like a torso thir- one? Like, yeah. Like. It's for your hip and your shoulder, mm-hmm. but it works. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, I don't know what I would recommend, but um, these Moscow Mules are really good. So maybe that. If you haven't had a Moscow Mule, go out and make make one, and and start something. That's a good record. That's that probably overrides all other recommendations. Yeah, just uh, whatever it is. Yeah, whatever it is, start it. You can quit later. No. <laughs> Do it. Follow through. Finish. Yeah, but you need to start. Yeah. So, start finishing things. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be good. 
All right. Well, happy trails. Thanks for listening. And as always, you can send an email or a voicemail or a Tumblr message or a Facebook message. And if you haven't joined the Facebook group, you are welcome to. The secret passcode is Funky Town. The link to all of this will be in the show notes. Happy trails.